And welcome back to the play-by-play of all play-by-plays with your hosts, Bree and Josh, where we give you the play-by-play of the day. How's it going, Josh? Good. How are you, Bree? I'm good. Uh, hey, I'd just like to say welcome to the uh, 18th episode of Above the Full Podcast starring Bree and Josh. That's right. And um, it's been a while since we've done an episode, but we're back and we've taken the time to build muscle and strength. And stamina. You see, there is a reason we haven't uh, recorded a podcast in that amount of time. And that's because we've just been busy right. building strength and stamina. Mm-hmm. We also had three children. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wouldn't that be weird, though, if we had three kids in a month? <laughs> we could. We could just uh, pick them up and say they're ours now. Yep. Mm-hmm. We would have to probably buy like a crib and maybe a small beds. Yeah, we could talk about our Target travels mm-hmm. and purchases at Target. But alas, none of that is true. Mm-hmm. But we're back, 18th episode. What are we going to talk about today? today? What's the main topic? We're going to talk about uh, m- mobile friendliness, website mobile friendliness. And it's a timely topic because Google dropped an A-bomb on everyone last week. Watch your mouth, Google. <laughs> yeah, that bomb was what? <laughs> An atomic bomb. Oh, okay. Uh, that <laughs> killed everyone then who searched for things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was interesting having people say, did you hear, Bree? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, we've known about it for a few months now. Mm-hmm. If you're in the biz. And by that, I mean B-I-Z. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you want me to talk about that or do you want to talk about what the thing is? Oh, um, you can fill up. Why don't you go? Okay. For go for go. Go for go. So G- Google is penalizing sites now that aren't mobile friendly. That's the thing. Are they really penalizing sites though? Well, we'll talk about that. Okay. So here we go. But first. We, uh, we saw a movie last night. Let's just jump right into it. We have something bigger to talk about, but let's first start with movies. Okay. What movie did we see? Monkey Kingdom. Oh, monkeys. You may not think to go see this movie in theaters, but I want you to rethink your choices and then go see it because you're really going to like it. For sure. Um, The Monkey Kingdom is a 82-minute film by Disney, Disney Nature specifically, and it's narrated by... Tina Fey. Who, you know, if you had to pick anyone in the world to narrate a monkey film besides Michael Caine, who would you have? Or uh, I can't think of any other right. person to do it other than Miss Mrs. Faye. Yes, Tina is quite amazing. She really added personality and spirit to the film. Right, otherwise it literally would have just been a film with monkeys running yeah. around. You don't so. just want some like guy with a British accent, accent like... And the monkeys mm-hmm. are now going to feed off of the figs from the giant fig tree. Right. And she made it very funny, too, mm-hmm. which I think is tough to do in a documentary. Yeah. So it was good. We saw it at Flick's uh, Brew House mm-hmm. at the Merle Hay Mall here in Des Moines, West mm-hmm. Des Moines. Is it Urbadale, Clyde? Yeah. I don't even know. It's um, in Iowa. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, if you haven't been there, you know, I recommend you go. Yeah, it's really fun. Mm-hmm. It's a treat to do that. You can um, drink 
a variety of things while you watch the movie and it is a brew house so they do have you know their own beers that they make there right on site but um you can you can order food and uh, beverages during the movie which is pretty pretty neat yeah and i have to say it's i mean pretty affordable if you think about going to like the jordan creek movie theater you're gonna spend upwards of 10 15 dollars on tickets for like a night show Mm-hmm. And then popcorn's gonna run you another like what six, seven, eight dollars, and by that yeah. time you spent forty bucks. Um, yeah, our tickets were probably twenty dollars combined, and then the popcorn and you know, like food is actually as affordable or as cheaper than like yeah, a restaurant. You're not gonna have anybody telling you, "Hey, did you know for a dollar more you can get the next size up?" It's so nice. I don't need that. Seats are comfortable. The, the trays pull out. Yeah. It's it's. Actually, I mean, I would go to every movie there. Yeah. So, highly recommend it. Monkey Kingdom, uh, 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, great movie. Great movie. It gets 95 tomatoes in my book. Fresh ones. The monkeys kept their acts together, if mm-hmm. you were wondering. Because <laughs> they, <laughs> they were the, the actors, actors in the film. film. See, uh, Brie, uh, speaking of kingdoms... There's a place where that's that's where the monkeys live. Mm-hmm. You know, humans need places to live too. We're gonna create our own kingdom. Mm-hmm. We are creating our own kingdom. We are. We, are. we haven't created yet, but it's being created right now. And by that we mean we, we bought, bought a, a zoo. zoo. No, house. that's a movie. We bought a, a house. house. <laughs> Have you seen We Bought a Zoo, starring John yeah. Krasinski? But he's not in it, is he? Yeah, he is. We bought a zoo. Isn't or uh, no Matt Damon? Matt Damon. <laughs> what am I thinking of? It came out about the same time. Um, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I just pictured John Krasinski and everything. Mm-hmm. So, but we we did. We bought a house. Yeah, it's being built. It's in the process. So brand new kingdom for us. Mm-hmm. Remember, we were talking about. We're in the process of looking, and should we get an apartment, or should we just look for a house, or should we rent a house? Mm-hmm. And we went to the clear end of the scale and bought a house that's not even built yet. Yeah. <laughs> and um, but it's, we just saw it yesterday, and they're getting the siding up, and um, I'm pretty excited about it. Right, and I think me too. But I, I think people sometimes are confused when you tell them your house is being built. It's like, oh, you you're building a house. It's like, well. Not really. Like yeah. we were, we bought a house that was going to be built anyway. Yeah, they were <laughs> like, already started. Right. And then we said we'll take it. Yes. And this is something that we weren't really familiar with, but it's a, I think it's like a spec home. It's a mm-hmm. already pre-built floor plan. They already, I mean, we we got a tour of one that was exact replica of what we were getting. So that's I mean, and that's the pictures that they put on the website. It's through a home builder. Mm-hmm. Um so this is what home builders do. And so if no one had bought it, which is unlikely because homes are selling like hotcakes right now. Um, it's a seller's market, everyone. It is. If you want to sell a house, go right ahead. Go for it. No leverage wiggling room at all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would have been bought in finished condition anyway. But the cool part is what? We got to pick out stuff. We got to pick out stuff. We picked out all of the, the colors of things in the inside, such as cabinets Mm-hmm. countertops um the nickel brushed faucets mm-hmm. um carpet 
the hardwood floors, even the paint colors. Yeah. So it's a it's a fun time if you get to go in and do that. Yeah. You just point and say, I'll take that one and that one and hope it looks nice together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a pond in the backyard. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Yeah. We're going to have a pond party <laughs> and we'll just invite everyone to get their swim trunks on and get into the pond. Yep. First project is to build a boat. Boat. Take it out on the pond. Mm-hmm. Just hang out. Hang out. With the ducks. Get stuck in the middle. That's, it's exciting though. Mm-hmm. So we've been visiting it. It's in Waukee. The address times. is? 1234 Southwest Northeast View Drive Crossing Circle. <laughs> <laughs> it is not that, but it is about the same length. Yeah. It's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, we move in hopefully June 25th is the closing date. Yep. That's exciting. Really exciting. What, in your experience, since you're a first-time home buyer like I am, what are your thoughts so far on the process? It's not too bad. I, I would say uh, we've just kind of been trucking along on getting all of our paperwork put together and uh, making decisions as we need to. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad, I would say. It's, um, yeah, I agree. I'm, I don't know, but I think if you were building a custom home, we would be making a lot more decisions and out there every day. Yeah, like my parents. Like your parents. Yeah. But since it's uh, a house that has, you know, just a set blueprint and the guys building it know what to do, you know, we don't get to make tons of choices as far as make this bigger, make this over here. We just mm-hmm. tell them the cabinets should be dark brown. Right. Yeah. So, what about you? Do you have, have well, you I think it's a good process? It's like, I don't know. It is what it is. We, that's what we, our decisions have been so far. It's just like, we don't know what we would do otherwise. So mind as well. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit scary because these things just kind of pop out out of nowhere. Like, oh, here's this, this, and this. And um, uh, mortgage stuff, man, they need a lot of documents. And I, it's, I mean, it's not over yet either because we still have about two, two months ago yesterday is our closing date. Mm-hmm. So. Like, who knows what's going to happen between now and then? We don't know. We literally... We're we literally don't know because it hasn't talking. happened it's yet, true. you guys. We were talking to our realtor, and I was like, do we need to buy garage doors? <laughs> do we need to buy blinds, a garage door opener? And so he, and he said... It's like, no, you don't need no, to buy garage, garage door. door openers. But he's going to... I don't know. There's probably well, stuff we're forgetting. We mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Echo? Echo. No. Okay, so that was our house. Yeah. Should we take a little bit of a... A little bit of a break. Break a break? Come back and talk about other things. Other things today. We're talking about mobile website friendliness. And stay tuned. Grammy nominated. Cricket Classics. An album you'll want to buy for your family. That piece by James Cricket. And now, for a lighter selection, we'll hear a song from the male crickets. The softer side, to woo the female crickets. Let's hear that now. And now, for another piece by male crickets. Could you tell the male crickets were defensive in that piece? They're moving with their female crickets to another home. And here's one more piece by male crickets. (laughs) 
This has been Cricket Classics. Welcome back to Above the Fold Podcast. This is episode 18, and we are sitting together, and we are talking, and we are chatting, and we are having such a great time. My name is Bree, and with me is Josh. It's so good to be with you today. So TV is one of my favorite things in this entire world. It's true, I know. (laughs) I've seen it. And a special thing, was it April 15th or 16th or 17th or 18th? HBO Now came out. Yeah. It came out in the middle of April. Right. Right? Yeah. And they sure. well, they announced it at, uh, was it Apple's keynote or whatever mm-hmm. they did recently, their most recent marketing thing. Yep. That they were exclusively carrying HBO Now to Apple TV and iPhone and iPad. Yeah. You know, we talk about a lot of things on this, and we don't get any endorsements. I know. What is the deal Tim, with that? are you listening? Endorse us for Apple. Yeah. Uh, HBO Now is really sweet because you can watch the stuff that you like, and you don't have to pay the other fees mm-hmm. associated with it. It's just, what, $15 a month yep. on your Apple TV? Tell me, what's the difference between HBO Now and HBO Go? Because I know HBO Go has been around for some time. I don't know. I literally I think it's that's looped into your uh, cable TV package, yeah. right? So they make completely separate apps and websites for HBO Go and Now that essentially do the same thing. I suppose, right? and maybe HBO Go is—I don't know how much that costs, but maybe that wouldn't be a bad price either. I don't know um, because I do have DirecTV, but you for those pay. people that don't, that have everything pretty much a la carte, mm-hmm. the Now app is uh, probably a better deal. Yeah, because you don't have to pay like. 70 bucks for your tv and whatever right so so we're trying yeah. it out there's a 30-day free trial mm-hmm. um but 15 dollars a month for and now i that's a, this is a huge selling point for me because i was like okay is it like a few shows that hbo wants to give you for 15 dollars a month like and is it the current like last three episodes or whatever kind of like hulu um but no it's the entire hbo library yep like mm-hmm. there's even back to the wire and like old shows that I mean yeah. I've only dreamed of watching because I never had HBO you can go back and literally start an episode one season one um, and then they have some cool like pretty recent movies too mm-hmm. so we've watched Silicon Valley mm-hmm. which is a funny show I don't know I don't know that many people that watch that show I don't have anybody to talk about well it, it's tough because it's, it's, it's an easy. HBO show but same with girls, which we've been watching through mm-hmm. other means. I uh, watch Veep. You watch Veep, which is a number one comedy right now, everyone. So <laughs> get on it. Get on it. Uh, yeah, and then uh, Game of Thrones, which is all all the rave. Yeah. Rage. The Dothraki. Dothraki, and the Sh- Lancasters. Lannisters. Land and the Starks. And Snow. The bastard son, <laughs> Jonathan Snow. And then there's uh, the the, the uh, wolves, the Mayarki wolves. They look just like dogs. It's just so cute. And then there's uh, their brother and sisters are doing some doing things. naughty things. And then they pushed a kid out of a yeah, building. What? Spoiler alert! It's the first episode. <laughs> uh, so we were what like three episodes in the long hour long episodes. Uh, but I feel like we're finally catching up to the popular culture hit 
that is yeah. Game of Thrones. I'm gonna start tweeting heavily. Mm-hmm. People get so excited. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then yeah, that's HBO now. I I like it. So you think we're gonna keep Directv when we move into our um, house? I will always have to have it. <laughs> and I, you know what? Here's my hope that we can get rid okay, of it let- with cord cutting cut things and that you'll still be able to see all the things but if i can still see all the things and watch tv for mindless um fun times for any times then that's what we we can do that <laughs> well i don't think we can right now because they're only there's hbo now and then there's sling tv which has a few channels but maybe someday yeah i feel like someday we're gonna get exactly what we want Right. And we're not going to have to pay those outrageous prices. Right. And Seriously, let's have an argument over that because $79 to DirecTV, who is like the worst, you know. I called them just to see if I could get any discounts and they started trying to sell, sell me you a new like a new show, new channels to add to my package. More expensive like, package. No, no, no. I want to pay you less money Think about each it. month for the same things I'm getting. They're and literally. Added, they added on to their sports fee. Yeah. What the? is that yeah and it's so many channels you don't watch and they're just sitting there and you're paying them just monthly money and they're not even working for it it's, it makes me so mad mm-hmm. but yeah we'll still pay them i guess it's all that uh, well it. i'll just start calling and reminding them i've been a loyal member mm-hmm. is there any discounts i can get yeah. i'll just call them weekly right waste an hour each time being on hold Bree isn't watching this show currently but Mad Men is in its final stretch the last half of the last season mm-hmm. so that's exciting um I won't talk about it but if you're into Mad Men just be getting to AMC on Sunday nights Sunday is probably the biggest night of TV right now which is weird mm-hmm. yeah well it's always been it's always been big for um I feel like remember in ABC days of Desperate Housewives is that Sunday night mm-hmm. oh, I never watched that show but it's always Sunday night is like a big night for TV, and I feel like moms love Sunday nights. Yeah, so they're packing the lunches for the week. Mm-hmm. If you're a mom, do you do that? Write to us at five five three Santa Barbara, California. You know what I would love is if Showtime and those other quality providers yeah. would also do. This, this type of type thing. of thing. What is on Showtime that you want to see? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Isn't there like one show that they have that's really good? <laughs> I would have to Google stuff, mm-hmm. but they've had shows in the past. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, oh, Dexter. Par- it's been a Showtime. Show. Party Down was on Showtime, mm-hmm. and uh, it got canceled, which is beyond me. Mm-hmm. Um, very good show. Yeah. Very funny. Um. But anyway. Okay. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, that's the latest in the TV world. Mm-hmm. Did we mention we bought a house? We did. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the break. Hey, you guys ready to party? Welcome to Club. Take your tops off today. Yeah, I'm talking to you. And you too. No, just tops, no bottoms. This ain't that kind of club. Hey, here we go. 
Welcome back to Above the Fold Podcast, Episode 18, Website Mobile Friendliness or Mobile Friendly Websites. My name is Josh. And this is Bree. Bree is just here. And she's queer. <laughs> no. No. I mean, not that it's a bad thing. You, I mean, it'd be, yeah. uh, go for it. Good for you if you are. Oh, saved that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Today... Like I said, we're talking about mobile-friendly websites. Have you ever heard of algorithms? No. What is it? It's a special formula that says, hey, hey, this is the way. Everybody get in line doing the conga right now. Okay. What about (laughs) algorithms and mobile-friendly websites? Mm -hmm. Well, Google, they updated their algorithm. They have Mm -hmm. a very special one. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, good job to them for making it first of all second they updated it on uh <clears throat> april 21st of 2015 mm-hmm. special day because uh as you've probably seen when you do searches on your your smartphone it will tell you whether or not the site is mobile friendly it says that in their, your search results Mm-hmm. And so now it actually plays a, a factor in the many, many factors of that algorithm. It is one of the uh, ranking indicators mm. now. Now, and this is just for mobile phones, too. It's not for desktop or tablet. Mm-hmm. So you don't care about it for those other things, just on your phone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just watching Josh listen to me with his head to the side. Mm-hmm. This is what we call insightful conversations. <laughs> so you're saying that even if uh, a, a site isn't responsive, it won't get affected on desktop searches? Right. It's oh. just for mobile. Interesting. And that's not to say that if your site isn't mobile friendly, that it's going to tank and just <sighs> the world's going to end and everybody's going to be TO'd at you. It's not to say that because content is still driving factor of something ranking well over another thing yep by those things i mean websites but um keep in mind that whether or not the site is mobile friendly will have a play in that as well now too so mm-hmm. so um have we seen this actually affect any i haven't yet? even i haven't really checked i haven't noticed like mm-hmm. i didn't have a, a control variable i didn't have a before to check the after mm-hmm. but i mean i'm still getting on my phone like today i was looking at walkie parks and their site is i guess it is um no i was looking at churches uh and this walkie lutheran church has not not a mobile friendly website and it was not friendly at all um but, but not pushed down. And no, and it was like Waukee Lutheran <clears throat> Church, it was number one. Yeah, I read that it's probably not going to actually 
really take an effect and you know for either days or weeks mm-hmm, which course. is a very uh, quantifiable measurement right but um, yeah it's not it's not something that overnight you're gonna see everything tank mm-hmm. but it is something to be aware of and if you are a business owner or your website person who has been dragging their feet about oh this responsive mobile stuff is just a fad my users don't don't uh don't use their phones to view my website a you're wrong they want to do everything b you should probably get going because it is now april 26th yeah get going yep uh do m dot sites so like m dot website dot com and adaptive sites count as mobile friendly they do yep as yeah. long as they're set up right and you have your canonical uh, redirects right mm-hmm. set up correctly, then um, you'll be fine. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether, I mean, the site being responsive versus having a, what we call like a separate mobile site, that doesn't matter either way. Um, but then it, there's, yeah, it, what matters to you is your the maintenance of your site and how much you want to pay to do two sites versus one site or, you know, yeah. and how well you build it. Um, and how what the site is about, if having everything on your mobile site makes sense or not. Yep. The, so I'd like to talk about that. I wrote a blog post this past week for Happy Medium called Mobile Website, Well, Mobile Users Want to Do Everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's nice. So here's the thing. I think that's true. I, I think that this the moment you say, oh, only de- people on desktops will want to look at my employee directory or only people on desktops are going to want to log in and pay bills like no one's going to do that on their phone you're wrong because everyone there's at least going to be one person who will be extremely upset or frustrated that you they can't do that on their phone now do you just because one person wants to do it does that give you a justified reason to make a responsive site for just that one person i think so because i think Odds are it's not going to be just one person. It's going to be multiple people. The point is that there's going to be more than one person wanting to do everything on your site. The The worst thing that I've seen as I've been on my phone is a link at the bottom of the site that I've scoured trying to find how to do something that says view full site. It's like, why? I, I'm on this super powerful computer in my pocket. It's able to load a tremendous amount of data it's fast, it's it's powerful, and you've served me a crappy experience. It's a bunch of blocks stacked on top of each other with awful graphics. And now I have to click full site and peck around like a chicken trying to find yeah. like your stupid drop-down nav. Build sites that work ev- on every device. Yeah, I, I think, well, if you see it, it says view, view full site or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's probably just an indication that they didn't really build the mobile site very well. Right. They're worried that people aren't going to be able to find what they're looking for. Right. So, yeah, exactly. Why include that link at all if, if you don't think users are going <laughs> to want to do other things? Uh, it's like punting. You're just like, okay, here are five links I think users are going to do on mobile. And then, you know, if they need to do the rest, they'll use our crappy desktop version. So, that's why I, it bothers me. Not, I don't know. Google still counts dot sites and adaptive sites as being mobile friendly but i still think if you're going to build a good site it needs to either you know you can still have it be adaptive but make sure users can do every darn thing 
just as well or better from their mobile phones because they're in a hurry, they have limited screen real estate, and they're just as valuable as other customers. Mm -hmm. Stop treating mobile people as second-class citizens in the web world. And now we're getting into some politics, and I'd like to discuss uh, your political views. (laughs) I am a staunch conservative. I believe that uh, people should probably just bring guns to work every day. And on that note, so our phones. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, our phones, though, the phones themselves went to be, they went from, like, okay, we have, like, flip phones to these weird, like, palm pilot things Mm -hmm. to touch screens that were relatively small in size and now we're seeing mobile phones that are getting bigger and bigger and bigger right what so so the the game is changing Mm -hmm. we were thinking everything's going to be on real real small screens and it is still but those screens are actually getting bigger Mm -hmm. because there's so much stuff sometimes to cram into that very small screen and it just it doesn't work sometimes right um no matter how talented you are at hiding content and beneath buttons and whatever um it's interesting screens are getting a little bit larger yeah i my phone is iphone 6 plus and i never i I, once i saw them once they were released i was like i'm never gonna get that it's huge it won't fit in my pocket i'll hate running with it now i got one anyway because every I mean a lot of other people did and it looks and cool. Yeah. Purchasing Within decisions. A week I didn't notice that I was holding this half tablet and now when I see a, a regular sized iPhone like five, it seems so tiny. It's like yeah. is this a miniature phone? Um Yeah. As humans we're very quick to adapt to yeah, things. It's crazy. But we're very also quick to complain about things. Right. And then Speaking then, of, you know, complaining, I do run with my iPhone 6 Plus and it's yeah, it's not great for running. I used to be able to put my phone in my pocket when I ran and now when I do that, my pants start falling down. Oh yeah, I would be worried that it would just fall out. And it's just like whoosh, 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 back and forth, like bouncing around like you got some, like a roll of quarters in your your athletic shorts and you're trying to run, it's uncomfortable. So, yeah, well, if you got to feed the meter, you got to feed the <laughs> you meter. You got to feed the meter. <laughs> Maybe I should get a little arm patch, huh? But it'll look like I have an iPad on my hey, arm. Santa Claus, when I'm running how about an arm patch? Arm patch, okay. Nicotine. Uh, yeah. So phones are getting bigger, and computer screens are, I think, still getting bigger. They keep bringing out these 4K monitors and Retina displays, and mm-hmm. uh, I. I on that note too, I don't think that the the M dot mobile sites look great on my you just big really screen. don't like m dot no, sites I don't at all <laughs> but i think if you had a client that you know maybe had a ginormous website that mm-hmm. maybe you had to weigh that option you may think a little differently i i don't think i would i think we would find a way you, you have you ever built an m dot site no no Mm-mm. never needed to I don't think I don't I don't I don't believe that there are reasons to anymore. Hmm. I think that you can structure your So you don't believe in like adaptive websites? No. No. Because as soon as you start making a decision it's like I'm going to serve you a completely different set of content 
and site structure because you will have a iPod in your user agent string. I think that's like, okay, that's, I don't know, that's mm-hmm. not worth it. I think there are cases if you have like a editor, um, like you're writing a custom CMS, obviously um, having a full screen for controls and all that stuff and the JavaScript to back up a full functional editor um, is not going to be available on a phone because you don't have a keyboard and a mouse that you can do things with. So you got to serve some, some alternate version like CodePen, for example, does that. But yeah. so maybe if, if it's the decision against, you know, responsive versus adaptive, if you thought the client wanted an adaptive site, you'd probably uh, say, well, have you thought about pushing your content out on an app or something that's totally separate? Yeah. Like if you had to build a website for a hotel. Yeah. And they said, well, our mobile site, we just want our customers to be able to book rooms. Mm-hmm. Then maybe it would make sense to have a separate app. Yeah. Just to book would, those rooms. Sure. Where mm-hmm. that's like easy to access. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, yeah, you could do an M dot site for that, but I think you've most got, do. Why? I mean, then you've got to build a completely separate structure and, um, I mean, even at that point, it's, I haven't built one, but I imagine it's pretty complicated to tell Google, I'm going to have content in all these different spots and re- link to this stuff. And well, you want to change the uh, way things are listed for this section of the site? Okay, we've got a plan for two different ways to do that and the deployment of each of those. I Yeah, I think it's you're doing too much work, I think responsive there exists so many ways to do things now like hiding content or reordering it or Mm -hmm. but now we're we're not even trying to say responsive web design you're just trying to say web design right web design Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's no reason to have to resort to an m dot or an adaptive serving model maybe we should put you on the debate team i think so i'm really good at debating i say um a lot and um i don't think that you need this you guys, do you get my point? You get it. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about some other things. Um, um, let's say you're a business owner and I, you have, let's say I'm a business owner and I have a non-responsive, non-mobile friendly website. How would you suggest I move forward? Can I, mm-hmm. do I have to get a brand new redesign or can I get a, like a mobile version? What do you suggest? I would first say, sir or madam. Thank you for sitting down to talk with me today. Well, you I really are so like your welcome. shirt. So welcome. Is that a new perfume? And then I would say, <laughs> no. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to do a complete redesign. I have some some guys in the back that can figure it out. What CMS are you using? <laughs> That's how I would respond. Okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. And I say I'm not using a CMS. What would you say? It's going to take uh, more work. It's okay. going to be more money. Okay. <laughs> Are you willing to pay for that, sir or madam? I guess I have unlimited budget. Perfect. Would you propose a full Let redesign? Let me just put this into a Microsoft Word document and then export it into a PDF, mm-hmm. and then here we go. Here's a question for you. Have you ever taken a an pre-existing non-responsive site and made it responsive? I don't think so, but we we do have some of those on the table right now mm-hmm. with 
this recent update clients mm-hmm. coming and saying i really like my website i don't want to redesign it i just want it to be responsive i just mm-hmm. want it to be mobile friendly how much does that cost it's tricky and, and it'd be tricky I to answer that question to, yeah and so i mean you know so i the only step that we're at right now is figuring out what cms is it in and is it a template site or what um so you know you have to ask questions and then go from there. Mm-hmm. So long story short is it's not impossible, um, but we just have to make a plan to get it done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. And it's tough. Like at that point you are breaking down the design to work on different all, all screen sizes. You are. Yeah. From your perspective, is, is it easy to do that? I've always thought of, uh, a complete retrofitted website is not something that's just, yeah, let's, let's get started. Like you, no. it's not as uh, simple as you may think it is. Right. It, it depends on the design. If it looks like it, Oh, we can stack these things and put those three in there. Then it might be a little easier. But at, I mean, at that point you're pretty much starting from scratch cause you are rewriting the code so much. And at the same time, I mean, why not? do some redesign work like is this working look at your stats are your customers happy with the way they can work with your website have you done ux testing <laughs> have you done ux research at that point i would probably 100 percent of the time say let's just go for a redesign and even if it does end up looking pretty similar to what you have now at least we'll have built it from yeah mobile because up. it could be that just taking the existing design and making it responsive could be more expensive right yeah definitely so and who doesn't want a new website? Mm-hmm. That's always fun. Right. You can write a social media post about it and ask people to like it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have some news. I'm going to be talking at Iowa Code Camp in, Mar- in May. Hold your applause. Thank you. No, no, thank you. I will be talking about building WordPress plugins and how writing a WordPress plugin doesn't have to be scary. Ooh, that's that the topic title. I, I plan to talk about how sometimes when you're doing web development, it's tough because it's intimidating when you don't know something. And then if you sometimes ask questions to people, they either intentionally or unintentionally kind of be condescending about they walk answers. all over you and they you do know what? and they say you don't know that you didn't know that just do this and that's yeah. not helpful so i want to curb that thought process and i'm gonna say hey it's not scary you're smart even if you don't know what you're doing <laughs> just go for it that's gonna be my topic path you're it's an hour and 15 minutes in front of them and propose hold their hand hour it's and 15 okay. minute talk i've never talked for that talk. long so an hour and a half hour and 15 so maybe the last 15 will be questions but if you're in the cedar rapids talk about for an hour and 15 minutes right man i gotta get started on this thing it's in two weeks yeah uh hour and 15 but it'll be in cedar rapids um if you are there may 9th feel free to stop by this is great you like have an uh a, a an appearance opportunity that you're plugging i know speaking of plugins (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to plug in my plug in to this conversation. Uh, it's Iowa Code right Camp is in your free. Mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoa. 
it's free so if you're in the area feel free to stop by my talk is at uh, it's in the afternoon like one or two but I'll, I'll get you the details awesome do you know where it's at it's at a hotel kirkwood hotel kirkwood mm-hmm. sometime in the afternoon on may in 9th. a couple weeks <laughs> in a couple weeks should be there be there learn about plugins and get some confidence back okay don't have to be scared that's i mean i've talked so much about mobile websites we've even gotten a little angry so you don't want to talk anything else well i'm not angry i feel pretty good okay i just uh i nod my head a lot and She's not in her head right now. It's um, it's called problem solving, mm-hmm. and um, peace solving for one short. One of the the core responsibilities you may have someday at your work place of work. Mm-hmm. But bottom line, okay, here it is. You need to care about how your website looks on a phone. Any other questions? <laughs> <laughs> Any other things we can um throw out there of value always be closing a b c <laughs> and that's my k-i-s-s motto. keep it simple keep it simple stupid there we go you're right i was gonna keep it stupid okay well thanks for joining us on this uh you know april episode of <laughs> above the fold podcast it's been a pleasure we're mm-hmm. gonna go build our house now from scratch so we'll have an update for you on that uh mm-hmm. next episode yeah and oh i'll i will go to vegas too so i'll have updates from that yeah cool another plug josh is going to vegas to co- to collision if you're listening to this and you're gonna be at collision in las vegas hey find me i don't know where i'm staying i don't know where i'll be my phone number is listed on my website, so just call me. And um, I, I'm going to stay right here in Iowa, so find me. Uh, my phone number is, uh, just send me a tweet, and I'll, I'll tweet it back uh, to you. Perfect. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. Goodbye. Stay above the fold. <laughs>